2: What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to the Winner's Lounge. It's the CHGO Bulls post game presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Yeah. Don't forget that promo code CHGO yeah. when you props. sign up. It's
0: got props. I'm Peck.
2: <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My yeah. guy, Big Dave here at BOW BWL Sports. Our pal and our producer, <sighs> Joey, as always, at Joey's Pathers. And Go joining us right. from the bubble down under. It's the other member of our crew, Mark Caranzolas. Follow Mark on Twitter at m k
3: We need an Australian sound effect. Put in that one in the notes. What is what, what is, is what Australian, does that even mean? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know, kangaroo yeah. something. Kangaroo,
4: what kangaroo. Uh, sound? What sound does a kangaroo, a kangaroo make? I don't know. I am just thinking that myself. I'm like, I'm, I don't even know. To be honest, There's probably <laughs> some like nibbling <laughs> grass or something. Or I, I have no idea. To be honest, <laughs> so we'll, no we'll
3: figure it out, Mark. We'll figure it out. Yeah,
4: we'll I'll figure it right. out. Cool, cool.
2: We got time to figure it. it out. It um, Bulls win this one 106 to 88, completing the little mini sweep of their back to back set yesterday and today, beating the Hornets. Um, and, you know, this is what we asked for. Yeah. We did ask for a, a better first quarter. The Bulls only managed to, to uh, outscore the Hornets by one in yeah. the opening frame, but gradually through this game, they put. Uh, their foot down and prove that they are in fact, the better team compared to a Hornets team missing most of their most important players. So good news. there, taking care of business. Um, and, and I guess the, the bright note, and of course we'll talk about the game Pat had tonight. We'll talk about this incredible bench production, but also because of all of that, a great night for Zach and DeMar to kind of just chill and not have the best nights they've had this season. Two of 11 was DeMar DeRozan.
0: Uh, five of 16 was Vooch, four of 16 was Zach, and three of 10 was Io Desumu, and the Bulls, <laughs> damn, they won by 20. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, that's <laughs> awesome is what that is, ladies and gentlemen, that is, because that is team basketball is what that is. I have said on this show before that I think this bench has the potential to be a top three bench in this league. Stuff like we saw tonight is one of the reasons I'm saying that. When your leading scorer is Javante coming off not missing a goddamn shot, when you're looking at Dragic doing what he did off the bench tonight, Alex Caruso with the lockdowns and hitting his threes, with Derrick Jones Jr. looking like first half Derrick Jones Jr. who last year who couldn't miss a three from the corner. He was doing that stuff tonight. They were awesome off the bench. That's who carried us tonight. And it was fun to watch and I just really, really, truly enjoyed it, man. It really was. We're gonna get into Pat in a second, but I just wanna give the bench their love because of what they did for this game. Not not only uh, raising, you know, not only uh, uh what word I'm looking for here. Increasing the lead. Right, not, yeah. not only increasing the lead, but maintaining at the same time because or usually like, ben- some
2: games they've had to erase a deficit Correct. that the starters Correct. have left for Correct. them. Correct. Yeah.
0: Because usually bench when they do that stuff, then they pass it off yeah. back to the starters. Now tonight, it was all about the bench tonight, Mark, and it, and it looked really good.
4: Dave, when you were reading off those numbers from the starters, I was like, how did they win this game? This <laughs> like, we were all mad the other night when they lost to the Spurs. Like, when your starters are that bad collectively, um, and like when you read those numbers off of their combined field goal makes and attempts, it's like, how was this a win? But I, I guess we're fortunate the bench was that freaking good because that's how the Bulls won this game. But. I mean, even if the bench weren't this good and we're just maybe at an average level, this is probably a closer game. And maybe we're, we're talking about it very, very differently. But, uh, yeah, thank thankfully, this Bulls bench is legit. And I guess what's really funny about it all is, like, no Drummond again. So, like, no Drummond, that's fine. Derek Jones Jr. steps in and plays center, and it's all good. He has 10 points, five rebounds off the bench. Also, three, three, uh, three assists for Derek Jones Jr. With, we're talking about Javante. I mean, yeah, amazing, amazing role guy performances tonight. Even Pat as well. We'll talk. I'm sure we'll talk more about it, Pat later on. But, like, the guys around the edges beyond the big three were incredible tonight, and that's why they won this game.
2: Yeah, Mark, I saw uh, a tweet of yours earlier on tonight. The, I, I believe it was the first time Billy had out there that fivesome of, like, it was like DeMar, Ayo Caruso, DJJ, and Javante, mm-hmm. uh, or, or maybe Vooch and Javante, and you were like, You know, we've seen this before. When you have a unit out there like that where there's just absolutely no floor spacing, it's really hard to create good offensive looks. And you even said in the tweet, you're like, you know, this is beating a dead horse because we all are aware of this. We're all aware of these lineups the Bulls are forced to play sometimes where there's just seemingly no spacing because there aren't enough shooters on this roster. And then, and then you're like, and of course, after I say this, Javante's just starts catching fire from downtown. And, you know, we talked to pregame about how the Hornets are not necessarily a high volume three-point shooting team, but right. an accurate one. Tonight, the, the most frequent f- script we've seen for the Bulls this season was flipped, whereas the Bulls and all of their role players who aren't reliable three-point shooters right. were knocking down their shots and the Bulls as a team go 14 of 31, good for 45% behind the arc. The Hornets is a team seven of thirty-two, twenty-two percent. Wow. Yeah. Not what you would expect to see no,
0: tonight. Not what you would expect to see, but it was good to see. Because again, when the Bulls, right now they're undefeated. If they if they go over 10 threes, they don't lose. It's two they're two and they did that to Miami, and now they've done it again tonight. And both of those games, they won. You know what I'm saying? When I when I say won, they won those games. Like and we talked in the pregame, the type of game I wanted to see. I wanted to see them do this. From start to finish, let me help Joe. Hey, Joe, it's, it's right there. He, he, he's grabbing the goon of the night belt. That's it. He's just grabbing the goon of the night belt. It's over there, Joe. It's over there, bro. But you, you, you want this because we talked about that was one of their flaws coming into the season. Was it going to be <laughs> – it was definitely going to be – it was definitely going to be uh, – thank you. It was definitely going to be three-point shooting. And when dragons is your most reliable three-point shooter, I didn't think that was a recipe for winning. And it's not. Mm, no. <laughs> it's not a recipe for winning if are no. reliable. It has to be a team effort. How many times, Matt, did we – Mark, me and Matt had times where we would almost go into meathead mode talking about Javante Green because we would say, man, if he hits four threes, the Bulls will never lose a game ever. Dude. Like, if that's the kind of guy he – they would never lose. So when he's hitting threes, I automatically say oh, the game's over. Like, when he's that kind of hot, Because if he's doing that, it usually trickles down to everyone else. Uh, it just means everybody else is, you know, on their square and everybody else is, is doing what they're supposed to do. So, yeah, great job tonight from the three-point line, man. I I hope this is a trend, Mark, that, that can continue.
4: Yeah, well, look, you, you two are definitely the meatheads of, of, of the bunch. But uh, I, I pride myself of not being a meathead. But there are occasions when I sort of get to that point, And Javante is the one that gets me to that point. But, like, beyond Javante as well, like, there was a play in the third quarter. I think it was the third quarter where – Javante was on the court, Derek Jones Jr., Caruso. And it just like, really typified the game for me where that, those three dudes were at the, at the top on the perimeter. They were just hang out, hang out, absolutely hounding the ball carrier. Like Those three, I think, must have had three or four deflections on that one play within a number of seconds, which just sort of set the tone. And when you've got those sort of like defensive activity next to someone like Dragic, someone in the comments here, I think it was Young Optimo, had a, had a point around, How good Dragic is in creating, like when you have those guys on defense just being absolute maniacs. Coupled that with uh, sorry with uh, Dragic just being an amazing pick and roll creator. Not to mention that pass that he had off Derek uh, sorry Derek uh, Dennis Smith Jr.'s back Mm -hmm. tonight. Mm -hmm. Like it's just our ultimate bench performance. It's it's I I just this is the stuff that makes me want to be a meathead. Like when you see your role guys just play like this on defense and then just turn it defense to offense. That's the stuff you love to see. It's exciting, man. Eight
0: rebounds too, also for Javante Green on top of that, man. Like, just had a great game. After having some some subpar, I shouldn't even say subpar, but just not his kind of games these past few. Like he was out right. there still contributing on defense, you know, doing those kind of things. Right. But he was out here tonight, like it was his game, man. Leading
2: scorer, Javante Green, dude. Man. Wow. Um and, and speaking of just how uh strong this second unit was tonight basically leading this team to victory mm-hmm. uh i just saw this uh, thank you joey who forwarded it i guess they interviewed Dragic in the post game show for NBC. okay uh and Dragic said we feel like we have the best bench in the league and i know that maybe a few people have said that or or even posed that as a possibility in the early going this season but after a night like tonight i think you actually have to ask that question like Do the Bulls have one of the best second units in the NBA? Mm -hmm. Because you got this kind of production, and a bench led you to a blowout win on a night when Zach and DeMar, your two Mm all-stars, had (laughs) games. And Drummond and Kobe are both on the shelf. Your bench did this without Drummond and Kobe White, two of the guys you usually rely on more from your second unit. Yeah. I mean, you preach to the choir here, Matt. Like, this is all I was talking about, like how
0: this bench – can be top three in this league like this. Like, they are that kind of good that, as I call it, that death by a thousand cuts kind of defense that they run. You know, getting those steals, getting in the lanes, uh, starting the break in transition. And once they do that, cu- coupling that with hitting threes, like, I don't – I mean, that's just a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. And watching what Dragic is doing, it's, it's, dude, it's so much point guardsmanship going on with that young man <laughs> that is really special. That one – that play, Mark, that you pointed out off the back. That Or, or Scotty Pippen, you know, he used to do that all the yeah. time. That kind of play. Yeah. The other play he did for me, Mark, was the one he went inside. It was in the second quarter. He kind of went inside, jumped back to the free throw line, shot a fadeaway on three people. See <laughs> a fadeaway on three people and cash money on that one. That stuff you see the elite point guards in the league do. That kind of play that he did right there. I immediately thought of your boy Chris Paul when he did that. I did uh, and I was just really pleased when
4: I'm uh, doing that, man. Like he's he's been awesome for the Bulls. He really has. Well, well, to piggyback of what you're saying, Dave. I thought, like for me, the play from Dragic that was my favorite play tonight was when he I can't remember who it was driving. I think it was Derrick Jones Jr. made the drive, drove middle, uh, Pat and, uh, and and Dragic on on the strong side of, uh, corner. Ball goes to Dragic. He could have probably popped open at three, but instead gets the ball, quick touch pass into the corner. No look pass into Pat. Pat's open in the corner. Dragic passes Pat makes the three like that's just that's that speaks to the IQ that you're talking about now coming back to the bench I, I you know you mentioned can they be a top three uh bench in the NBA I think right now they are like in terms of net rating amongst bench units the Bulls are like plus 4.7 uh, in, in terms of points per 100 possessions so they are literally top three in that in that stat that was prior to this game I'm tipping they're going to be even higher after this game so I mean after this game there's, there's a real chance that they're sitting second in that particular stat so I think everything we're saying from that perspective is, is completely true. Like, they, they they are on a path to be a top three, maybe top five sort of bench unit, again, without Drummond playing. But it's also all buoyed off the back of Dragic, who has just been unbelievable. And, like, I wasn't a big Dragic believer in terms of the signing. I thought he was cooked. Clearly, not the case. He's been freaking fantastic. Uh, shout out
2: to Joey who just posed this question to y'all in the comments. We'll get to some of your comments as we move forward tonight in postgame saying, uh, put some ones in the chat. If you believe tonight was Pat turning a corner Two if you aren't convinced yet. And Dave, Mark, I'm seeing lots of ones and no twos. We're
3: going to start doing that. By the way, we're going to start interacting with you guys, like interact with us in the chat when we're hitting the questions out there. We want to know what you guys think.
2: Oh, I do see a couple of twos here. Executive decisions needs to see more. Phil Connors needs to see more. Um, it was his home crowd and other starters having an off day. Okay, okay. McFly guy putting a two in there. Overwhelmingly, though, I see a lot of ones. Um, Mark says one and a half. What? Mark? One and a half, okay. All right. You okay. got to be who he is. Okay. Okay.
3: One and a half from, one and a half <laughs> so, from Mark Joey, is two I, from anyone else.
2: Joey, I feel like that's also kind of like, okay, did we see him turn a corner tonight, or do you need to see more? I feel like I saw him turn a corner tonight, And I want to see more. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) One I'm gonna give you a one and a two. I
3: didn't say do you want to see more? I just said do you think we saw him turn a corner? And I Mm -hmm. think confidence wise, I think a lot of people think that he looks like a different he looks more like what we are used to seeing and and we're hoping to see from the beginning.
2: Mark, what did you see tonight from our guy Patrick?
4: He was great. This is exactly the Patrick Williams I wanted to see from the jump. This is the Patrick Williams I was expecting and hoping for. And the reason why I'm hopeful of this particular performance is because it's not like he was just... Yeah, his shooting percentage was amazing, but he wasn't hitting difficult shots. He wasn't like doing things, hitting crazy shots off the bounce. He was cutting, he was moving, he was taking his catch-and-shoot threes. There was nothing crazy about this performance that suggests that it can't be replicated over and over again. So that's why I'm encouraged from that perspective this is the path that I wanted to see, and this is why I was critical of Pack because I always felt like he could do this stuff, and it was just pissing me off that he wasn't doing it. Yes. But I guess the challenge now is, can you maintain this? And when I said before, like one and a half, the reason why I'm a little bit skeptical just for the moment, one, it's a two game sample size, but this is coming against smaller front courts. So the, obviously the Nets aren't a big front court. Pack can go in there and just dominate those guys. Sure. Similarly with the Hornets, they're a small front line as well. So very good to see. I would obviously rather see this than not, but the challenge now is can you do this against real front lines? So we're going to find out soon against the Celtics on uh, on the weekend, and then obviously the Bulls have some other matchups coming up through November that um that that are potentially tough for the Bulls. And Pat needs to sort of continue doing this. But I mentioned this on Twitter, but like I, I don't care about the points at this point. Like tonight was awesome to see Pat make these baskets, but like, I'm, I'm tracking rebounds, steals, and blocks. That's what that's all I care about at this point because. Obviously, the starters were off from an offensive point tonight, but they're not going to be off every single time. So what else are you going to be doing for me, Pat? Are you hitting the glass? Are you you creating deflections? Are you blocking shots? Are you playing hard? That's the kind of stuff I want to see, and we've seen it the last two games. So I'm hopeful that he can continue doing that because that's the stuff he can control. And if he does that, we've got a good basketball player on our hands.
2: Man, where do I begin? I mean, Dave, Mr. Triz in the comments asks, is Pat moving a foot yet? We were oh, talking look. in pregame about how he's gotten five wiggly toes. Toes is moved. Five, five is a mid-week. Does tonight's game mean a, a full foot has yeah, been moved? Yeah, baby, that whole
0: <laughs> foot working on six. We're going to be walking in no time. I like this so much. I, I mean, this was just everything Mark said. Just let me add on to it because everything he said is absolutely correct. Um, but just to add to it, for me, I, I do look at the scoring, Mark, because I think his scoring, especially tonight, is what, kind of what carried the first unit. Uh, who was just absolutely cold and awful. But the key of that is they were looking for him early and often. Uh, The first play of the game, as Joey ran around here celebrating because he won a bet, congratulations about that, Joey. Good job, getting some money. But Patrick Williams scoring the first bucket of the game was a great interior pass by Vooch inside to him so he can go up and finish strong with the reverse layup. Then the next thing you see is him going up for the dunk giving him the ball, and then After him penetrating. Doing Making an off-ball mm-hmm. cut. Doing that, getting to the hole, slamming it down. No layups. Slamming that joker down. He looks so comfortable. And then from that, like to get, once get just like any NBA player, once you see the ball go through the hoover and get the easy buckets, then everything starts looking easier and more simpler to you. So you started seeing the threes go down for him. Those threes were silky smooth. That were going down for him. And then you saw it help him on the defensive end because my he was awesome. He was active on the defensive end, man. He, he and Io, if y'all watch him on switches, definitely one of the biggest complaints about the Bulls is the, when they would do switches. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It was definitely terrible. But he and Io have, like, some nonverbal communication stuff going on when they're doing their switches, and it's really awesome to see, man. Like, watch it. Just check it out next next game. Look at it. It's really good. They're, they're getting their chemistry together, and that's really, really good. Um, but yeah, Pat running the floor, Pat blocking shots, those rebounds, Matt. When that that vertical he has mm-hmm. off of two feet is just yeah. really insane. You see him sky for some of these rebounds Man. recently. It's insane the the way he can do that. He's he's such like it's what Draghi said. He's a freak. Like like dude, and I don't think he knows that, but he's kind of learning that he's that kind of person. We talked about it in pregame with the Billy Donovan uh, quote that he told him. Hey, yeah. Basically, hey, man, get your shit together. It's on right, you. Right. It's basically what he said to him. Pat heard it loud and clear, man, because he was physical from beginning to end. It didn't end in the first. It didn't end in the second, third. In the fourth quarter, he carried it all four quarters, that same kind of confidence, and you saw him just becoming more and more comfortable. You see it game by game by game by game. He's becoming more and more comfortable, man. It, it's exciting. It really
2: is. It's exciting to see. And I see multiple people in the comments, uh, Ostis Jr. and uh, Anish, uh, also highlighting near the end of the game, his his last awesome play of the game, that outlet pass to a breaking Javante. <laughs> I mean... I like and we know that that Patrick is an underrated passer, yeah. Um, and and that he has the ability to be a very talented passer and yes. a guy who can set up his teammates. Yeah. Um, we've seen it in certain glimpses in the half court so far, but to see him make a heads up play like that—literally a heads up right. play right. like that you love to see it yeah that's just like good smart basketball that two easy points the bulls were not scoring a lot on the fast break tonight that's the one area where the hornets actually were getting the bulls was they were capitalizing on the bulls not getting back in transition it's one of the few fast break points the bulls had and where did it come from patrick williams making a heads-up play 26 to 12 fast break points tonight
0: uh in favor of the hornets
4: pat was on that rebound as well like I think mm-hmm. that's what yep. started. Like Javante played the nice defense. Once Javante saw that the shot went up, Javante started leaking. Pat rebounded that thing, and because the ball's got to stop, as of, as we've been saying all season, like this needs to be a defense first team where they turn defense to offense to mm-hmm. help facilitate their half court offense, or not or not having to get them into half court possessions all the time. But that was a good rebound from Pat. Like that's what I want to see. Like coming into this game tonight. Uh, Pat, in terms of defensive rebound percentage, had a, had a smaller defensive rebound percentage than Io, DeMar, Javante, even Caruso. He was neck and neck with Zach Levine, which is not good enough. Like, if we're being honest, that's not good enough. Pat needs to be better than that. He was tonight. He was. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, He got on the glass tonight. He got on the glass yesterday. Mm-hmm. And because of that, he's helping... The balls turn stops into offense. So, like, yeah. that play typifies that particular thing. But it, the fact that Pat got on the glass like that, and we, even in the first half, he had a monster, monster rebound in that first half where he just bodied whoever that Hornets player was. I can't remember, but he just absolutely trucked him to the point where that guy had no <laughs> chance of getting the rebound. Pat just scooped it up with one hand. Like, do this every time, dude. You're a massive mm-hmm. unit. This is what you can do. Yeah, and I think that's the thing with him,
0: is, and I've said, like, to you, man, like, he's real cerebral. Like, it was many games. You could just see him thinking out there, which is not good. But yeah. you can see him just thinking out there. You know what I mean? Where do I fit? What do I do? And you would hear him ask those questions when he's talking. Like, I'm trying to figure out where I fit in this. What's my role in this? And which is like, dude, just whatever you want to do, do it. <laughs> like, just play basketball. But he's not like – he's cerebral. It takes, he has to figure it out. Everything has to have a purpose. Everything has to have a meaning to mm-hmm. make sense to him. Like, oh, he did this because he did this, and so now I can do this. It was that kind of thinking for him. Now that he's sat there and he's at that time to think, now he's just it just seems like he's just reacting now. He's just doing it. He's just out there playing and reacting, and that's where your confidence and that's where being comfortable leads you to.
2: Uh, we got to take a quick break here in a minute, uh, give you all some friendly words from our sponsors. While we're doing that, hit that thumbs up button. We'll get to more of your comments moving on uh, through tonight's game. Talk more about this great bench performance uh, and then also look ahead to what the Bulls have on deck, which is the Celtics yet again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, but be- Before we take this ad break, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, what's, what's up, Money D? What's up, Money D? Uh, I haven't seen you in the comments before, if I recall. Welcome to CHO Bulls postgame. Uh, who hurt you? What happened? What money did you do you Just so much negativity here. Oh, he's negative money M- Money D with the uh, wet blanket who hurt you award of the night. Shorts and sandals of all, in November. Shorts and sandals in November. Oh, okay. Yeah. If it's 70 degrees on November 2nd in Chicago, you bet your ass I'm wearing shorts and sandals. <laughs> so he had, he got the you got a problem with that? You got a problem with people enjoying warm weather clothing when it's surprisingly warm out in November? <laughs> Sorry you can't find joy in anything. Also, <laughs> Pat will disappear soon. Justin Fields passes for 150 yards, and he celebrated. What's happened to this town? Jeez, what happened to you, Money D? Where is the joy in your life? And why have you come here to spread nothing but hate? Yo, you don't even know what stupid is. I'm stupid up Welcome to CHO Bulls post game money D. We all love each other here. We're all Bulls fans, and we're happy you're here.
3: Find some happiness. We are happy you're here. But that's what's gonna happen if you continue to make comments. What's so like gonna that,
2: happen, man? I, <laughs> that happens. Slandering shorts. Yeah. Slandering sandals. Yes. As soon as slandering I, Pat after he has his best game of the year. And Justin Fields.
0: And just slandering Justin <laughs> Fields. Uh huh. Went all for it, man. As you soon as you he are, said so? that,
3: I said, Money D, oh, no. First time, <laughs> first time question mark, because if Pat catches wind of this, you're going to wish you didn't write that. Just ask Michael last night. Ask him.
2: Wait, and, but you know
0: what? But
3: Michael's back tonight because brave he's soul a, and he came back. a freaking he man.
4: Go, go ahead, Mark. No, I was just going to say I saw Michael in the comments, but having said that, whilst I completely agree with everything you've said about Money D, Matthew, I, I think he's kind of right about the sandals. But uh, apart, from that, <laughs> apart from that,
1: Money D is wrong. Apart from yeah, yeah 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 <laughs>
4: everyone makes fun of the
2: sandals whatever <laughs>
0: Read
4: some mm. ads.
2: everybody likes my shoes just to say that. I, don't doesn't everyone in australia just wear sandals all the time i feel like they should
4: yeah we do but they're, they're not those ones <laughs> or at least i don't wear those ones not I, I I'll show you what I wear when I when I come on over. It's actually a too cold for him, but I'll bring him over for you. I'll bring over Pair for you. you okay, okay, okay. That's uh, fair.
2: That's shout fair. out to Flipside, who uh with the super chat said it's time for I the percolator. <laughs> is that some perculator. sort of measuring system? It's a song, or man. is that Oh man, I don't have time to go. Or is, is that thing. like uh Okay,
0: so th- is the song called <laughs> Percolator. Percolator. I've heard of that time for the percolator. Right. It's time for the percolator. Right. Okay. Now nah, he's just saying it's time for the percolator. I like it. <laughs> so you have to come up with a dance now, Matt, for the Birkin which I think for some reason it's Look like this. I don't know why.
2: I just think it looks like this. But I think it, yeah, it's got to have something. Man. I don't know. Maybe we should ask Money D what he thinks the, the dance should be. Yeah, Money D he what's seems the like dance a guy who berculator. has all sorts of fun ideas. Bring down the burkulator
0: for us. Sir. I'm sure he's a guy who
2: enjoys people dancing just for the fun <laughs> of it, and wouldn't yell at that and mock it in fun. <laughs> He's like the the dad in Dirty Dancing. Like, <laughs> he's just angry at it Nobody all. puts this baby in a corner, Money D. <laughs> Me nor the Berks. Right, not lady. going in a corner. Burke I, I will
3: say, Money D, you, you seem to be taking this all in stride. So, of course. Thanks, thanks, thanks for rocking with us. Everybody
2: takes their rubbing he's if they dope, come baby. here with the wrong shit. We appreciate <laughs> it. Um, what's today brought to you guys by? DraftKings, of course. <laughs> <laughs> NBA fans, the wait's over. Basketball is back, so tip off. The NBA season with DraftKings Sportsbook, <laughs> an official sports betting partner of the NBA and our official betting partner at CHGO. Yeah. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. That means on a cakes <laughs> matchup like tonight, you could have take, just taken the Bulls to win this game. Take it. Just win it outright yep. against the lowly and missing half their roster Hornets. Put $5 on it and gotten 200 in free bets. Yeah. If you didn't do that, you're missing out. Yes. And check this out. In addition to those awesome five dollar money line bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to one hundred percent with DraftKings Stepped Up Same Game Parlays. Mm. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, and place a Stepped Up Same Game Parlay today. Yes. With payouts bigger, never. DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Mm. And gentlemen, our DraftKings Sportsbook King of the Game, Mr. Joey. Who is it? It's Patrick.
0: Patrick Williams! It's
2: Patrick! It
3: is Patrick Williams. I was going to put 16 points and then in parentheses, first of the game. First two of the game. <laughs> first basket score plus 900 catches. Thank you, DraftKings. He I said, Joey Reno
0: said he's rich. He's like, I'm rich. I've done it. Yeah. I can retire.
3: Joel Embiid tried so hard to just. Ruin my livelihood. He did. He Let did. Go, First Joe. of the month. Rents yeah. due. Joel Embiid's missing free throws. Like
0: You put your rent money on this? We, we got other problems.
3: No, bro. no. Bet, bet responsibly. Bet responsibly. If you, if your okay. friend
2: has a gambling problem. Right. 1-800-GAMBLING. Yeah. If you or your friend Joey has a gambling problem. <laughs> like uh, don't forget that promo code CHGO when you sign up your DraftKings Sportsbook account, y'all. Yeah. Make them $5 NBA money line bets. Have some fun. Make some money. Yeah.
0: Have some fun, make some money. I like that. Joey, what time is it? It is game time. Mm, That's the hottest new ticket in sight to make it easy. And never you to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. I didn't quite catch that. (laughs) (laughs) That's Twister. I did that for you. Okay. Ever dreamed of sitting in a seat? You thought you never could? The 50-yard line, courtside, behind home plate, floor seats at a concert? It's all possible with the game time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found, y'all, on seats that you thought you could never buy. You won't find better deals this season on tickets to the Chicago Bulls, ladies and gentlemen. You just won't do it. And just like us here at CHGO, game time is created by the fans for the fans. And it guarantees you, you, you out there, move move out the way, move out the way, move out the way. You, yeah, I'm talking to you, you. It guarantees you the lowest (laughs) price. So if you love CHGO, And we know that you do. You'll love game time, y'all. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. But first, hit that like and throw that thumbs up right there, right there. That one right there that Matt just put up. Hit that first. Then go ahead and buy yourself some (laughs) tickets. Join the 15 million people (laughs) who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Because Mark K down in Australia. What time is it? Game Time. Hey!
2: That's Ooh, how you do that.
0: That's how
4: you do it. You felt that? It's <laughs> through a Every wall, Mark. It,
0: that's, that's what it sounds like when I hear Matt
4: say it. So I want to remember that.
0: <laughs> that's a good thing to imitate Matt when it comes to anything hyped up. That's a very good – yes, yeah, very smart assessment right there. Game time. Ooh,
2: I love it. We, we got more people clowning the Burks in the comments. Are you for real? They, on, they still on it? Ray Guillen saying, Burks suck. Matt's experience at any festival with expensive sandals means you don't party. What does that even what? mean? Say this guy parties. You were wrong. <laughs>
0: this dude parties, yo.
2: Dude. <laughs> Ray. He gets down. Sir. Man. Yeah. I get down he and I down. go to many a festival he does. with these here perks on my feet. Yeah. And I come home with dirty feet, with sticky yeah. feet, yeah. and a beautifully full and happy heart. Because yeah. I party and I party in my Burks.
0: And a full belly as well. No, mm-hmm. well, Obviously. Yeah, of food and... But he's just trying to get roasted. <laughs> he's like, Pay attention.
3: He wants to be roasted.
0: Well, he's coming you at you. We appreciate you here and wanting this, all this attention, man. That's awesome of you. Make sure you hope you hit that like button, though. I hope you did that while you're out there throwing that. So yeah. if you're throwing all the hate out there, throw some love first, man, and hit that like button. Do that. That would be an amazing thing, won't it? And then go back to doing what you're doing. How about that? <laughs> Sounds fair? Sounds fair to me.
2: Uh, Adam with some solid rhyming saying all these jerks clowning the Burks. Yeah, they are jerks. Ooh, those are bars right um, there. This this is great from Connor, who said, Remember when we were all freaking out when we heard that report about the Bulls guaranteeing minutes to Goran Dragic? I do remember this. Thank God they did. I do remember. Oh, my goodness. I mean, and and look, you know, you were talking about it just a minute ago, Mark. Like, I think a lot of us were somewhat underwhelmed by it, maybe concerned with what we saw from his small stint with Brooklyn last year, Mm -hmm. saying, hey, maybe maybe this is it. Maybe we've seen the end of Dragic's usefulness at the NBA level. Yeah. Um, I mean, whether it's knocking down key threes or the way that he can pick apart defenses still. I mean, come on, dude. That turnaround layup he had just yeah. right down the lane, split the defense.
0: It was amazing, man.
2: Gosh. He's been fun. Like they, uh, they need every good play they're getting from Dragic.
0: Yeah, he's been fun, and he's been really special for them off the bench. And what I like is the chemistry that he's developing just with everyone. Uh, you you already know the chemistry he has with Drummond. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's already been a given. You see him trying to develop it with Derrick Jones Jr., finally getting the alley-oop to him. You know what I mean? Like, with finally getting that thing together with him. You see him getting one with Alex Caruso. Because, honestly, I'm telling you, Draghi's defense is not terrible. <laughs> His defense has not been terrible at all. It's been real solid. His man is in front of him. He, he's not lost out there. He's, he's doing a solid job of that, which makes Alex Caruso's job a little bit easier. He doesn't have to make up for anybody as long as you're taking care of your man. not saying he's going to, you know, world beat him or stop him, but as long as you're doing that, Caruso can do exactly what he likes to do, and that's roam and just get on people's nerves and draw charges and get steals and things like that, which allows you to start that break. But, yeah, I just love the chemistry he's starting to develop with guys, and that's why guys are getting those looks from the three-point line as well. They're also getting that. Now, we talked about the baseline threes from uh, Charlotte today. We saw the Bulls hitting theirs as well, though. Like, you saw Javante Green hitting his, and you saw Derrick Jones Jr. hitting his, man. I'm telling you, Drag is involved in a lot of that stuff as far as getting those passes. God, who was that one pass he threw, guys, where he wasn't even looking at the person and he just and the ball just
2: ended up in their hands <laughs> magically from a few games ago. No, tonight. Oh, I, don't, I can't I don't, remember I don't, who it was. He's done it several times. Like he had the over the shoulder like lob uh, to Derek a couple nights ago. Yeah, he had that one. He threw from under the basket, like from the baseline. <sighs> no looked out it's kick ridiculous. out for a Caruso three yeah. a few games ago. He's seen. He's seen three steps ahead, which is what all good
0: point guards do. What all great point guards do. They see things three steps ahead, and that's what makes them really great, man. So guys are just reacting. They don't have to think. He's doing all the thinking for you. All you got to do is react and be there, which is why it works so well with Drummond. Like, I love when thinking is removed from Andre Drummond, and he just gets to react. Like, he just gets the ball, and he does what he does. So, yeah, man, I can't say enough about how how good he's been, Mark. He's been awesome.
4: Yeah, 100%. But, like, I think there was – real credible reasons for us being skeptical like he wasn't that good when he got to Brooklyn but even before Brooklyn like he was at Toronto but he only played like five or ten games with Toronto because he kind of quit on the team didn't really want to be part of that team so when you factor all that in the last time we saw Dragic it wasn't overly positive so I think we were justified in our position at that time also but <laughs> also because we, we didn't necessarily, uh, necessarily know what his role was going to be was he yeah, he was coming into the balls. He, yeah, okay, he was going to be guaranteed minutes. But did that mean he was going to be the starter? What did that mean starting Dragic, uh, you know, a 35, 36-year-old point guard? Could he hold up because he hasn't necessarily played a lot of basketball? There was a lot of reasons for us justifiably being concerned. But, you know, thankfully, those concerns have been put to bed, at least through the first 8 to 10 games of the season. Now now the trick is, can we maintain this? Can Dragic maintain this? And someone someone in the comments here made a, made a good point, like, is it a good thing that the Bulls are so reliant on Dragic? I, obviously, yes, it is a good thing because he's playing freaking well. But I guess at some point, I want some other guys here to sort of start, step up and maybe take the load off Dragic, particularly because he's not going to be playing every single game. Uh, I would assume that's the case given he is 36. So like in those games when Dragic isn't there, how do you make this second unit run? Because it is sort of, the second unit is factoring or functioning off that uh, Dragic pick and roll, whether it's Drummond um, in there with him, whether it's a Djj or whoever it might be, like they're all playing off of him. So when you remove him from that, what happens? We have yet to see it. I guess um, it'll be interesting to see what happens in those scenarios. So it's kind of a good thing and a bad thing. But um, yeah, what, what what more can we say about this dude? He's been unbelievable.
2: Yeah, yeah I, I mean, like that to me, that's such a weird question. Say, oh, is it good if we have to rely this much on X player? It was like, well. You know what that is? It's credit to the front office for that adjustment to the roster. That's why they brought because Dragic is a piece they didn't have last year yeah. that is giving them a lot of positive things this year. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, It's good to depend on a player. Right. <laughs> yes, it's a good but, thing. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know if this is the comment you were referring to, Mark, but I see Anish also saying, you know, like, can he withstand 82 minutes playing... This or 82, 82 games, games playing this many minutes he's and saying he might 82. need load management as much as Zach. Yeah, he's going to get mean, days off for sure. Yeah, and guess what? He played 15 minutes tonight. 15.
0: <laughs> it felt like he played 30. That's so dope. Like, it really felt like he played more than that, dog, because he was just out there and everywhere. Right. And credit to Billy Donovan knowing how to use him, you know what I'm saying, within those 15 minutes.
2: That's so crazy. Um, Here's here's an interesting question uh, from Mick uh, Mr. Crazy Bees in the comments, Crazy being the Bees. Bulls bench, he asks, "Do you guys believe Caruso's defense makes up for his lack of offense?" I don't think it Always does has. in Always today's has. NBA. No, I think it's a fair question to ask, given how offensively you know focused the NBA is today. But, Mark, I see you shaking your head. Are you shaking your head at the question? Because, obviously, the answer is yes. When you see, and I know I saw you clip. It was you or Will clipped to Alex Caruso defensive possession tonight on Twitter. Um, yeah. When you know how many holes this Bulls defense has, like, across its entire roster, and you pay close attention to how many of those holes Caruso plugs by himself, mm-hmm. the answer is yes. <laughs> He's not a great offensive player. We all know this. Right. Is he worth being a piece of his roster just for his defense alone? Damn
4: right. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, that. that's my 100%. answer. What do you guys think?
4: Go ahead, Mark. Uh, 100%. And that's why I was shaking my head. I mean, you referenced that clip that I posted, but like it was the end of this first half, I think it was, where he got hit on the screen, and as we've seen throughout the last four or five years, whatever it has been, whenever a Bulls guard gets hit on the screen, they hit on the screen. They don't get back in that possession. Not only did Caruso get back into the possession, he... He blocked a gordon haywood's jumper from behind and lo and behold the Bulls gonna stop so is he scoring you know concerning is he not doing enough offensively sure i, I, I wish he could hit more threes i wish he could do more off the bounce but does that mean he's not a productive player absolutely not everything from an on-off perspective if you look at all the advanced numbers they all scream caruso is a freaking impactful player so yeah. i don't agree with that comment at all if his defense starts to slip some does then it become a problem? Yeah. We're not nowhere near that point at this point. But uh, Caruso, from a pure value perspective, look at any number you want. He he just jumps off the charts. On a per minute basis, he is if he's not the most important Chicago bull, he's probably top three. That's how that's how meaningful this dude is to this team. And that was the case last season. Him and DeRozan were the best per minute players on the team last season. It's sort of continuing again this year. He's that he's that freaking important to this team.
0: Yeah, he's colossally important to the Chicago Yeah, so the answer, yeah. Yeah, I completely agree with Mark on that. That's crazy. Um, Yeah, like, he's that important. Like, even in that case, he's the guy you, who we were arguing about starting. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Before it even happened. He was the dude like, man, I think Caruso should be the starter for this. Yeah, because he's that important. Like, when we saw it in the playoffs, yeah, he's that important. He's the reason you got – one of the reasons you got your only win in the playoffs because Caruso played well. So, he is important – Especially that kind of do it on a defensive team. It's not like uh, Thibault in in with the Sixers.
1: You know what I'm right. saying?
0: It's not. It's not the same thing at all. Like Thibault is just defense, and he's really not giving you anything else. That's it. That's yeah. what you're getting. You can get other things from Caruso offensively because he one he's super athletic. People don't talk about that enough, but he is definitely athletic, and he can hit a three. He's doing a better job in the past few games hitting his threes. Mm-hmm. And that definitely so adds. He started to that out later. ice
2: cold. Oh, freezing. Now he's hitting. Freezing. He's knocking a couple down. And along with everybody else, too. You one know
0: what I'm
4: saying? tonight? You yeah. Know.
0: yeah. Yeah, if, money if, D, no, for real. Top three true. is true. Like he'd yeah. really be top three bull on his team, bro. Yeah. Like that's yeah. That's honestly so, true. I
4: mean, just I just looked at the numbers while you were talking, Dave. He's plus twelve when he's on the court. He the bulls are minus six when he's off the court. In terms <laughs> of the minus, there is no one that has a greater minus when they're off the court. So yeah. from a pure on-off numbers perspective, yeah okay, his box his box score might not read, you know, nice and tasty six points tonight like that's not going to jump off the page. Right. But in terms of overall impact, any metric you point to, this this dude is just uh, off the charts from. So yeah. yes, I, I do think from a per, on a per minute basis, that is the caveat there, obviously because he's not going to be out there 30 35 40 minutes like a guy like Damari's, but on a per minute basis, this dude comes to play and that's why I was just so confident that with Caruso and Io that they could help overcome the loss of Lonzo when we're seeing it tonight. So, yeah, I, I completely think that uh, this guy is super valuable and I will uh, I will stand this man and defend his honor until the end of time. <laughs> just real quick, think about how the Bulls look when he's not there. Yeah, Just just go look at that. Go look at what the
0: Chicago Bulls look like when Caruso's not there out there on the floor. And you're like, damn, we're missing something. Yeah, <laughs> you are. It's Alex Caruso, man. He is important, man. You know, he is very important for the Chicago Bulls, bottom line. Uh,
2: Shout out to uh, our guy Michael in the comments who said, Caruso's hustle is much needed on this squad. And see, to me, that's like sort of the often overlooked element. People talk about players as either, you know, an offensive ace who's lacking on defense, parentheses, DeMar and or Zach Levine. Mm -hmm. Defensive players whose offensive games leave something to be desired a la Alex Caruso. Mm -hmm. But there's that third layer of basketball to me that also alex is an ace in and it's not offense or defense it's in those little tiny moments of chaos slash loose ball Mm. because alex caruso is a damn ace player when it's not either team playing offense or defense but balls loose somebody's trying to make something happen in a moment of chaos on the floor Nine times out of ten, Alex Caruso is going to be the player of the ten players on the floor who wins that moment. That's great. Just think about him diving on the floor, tapping that loose ball to a teammate late in a game that they were protecting a lead against the Nets last night. Yeah, I mean it's one of countless examples. Yeah, or the you know that game when he had that ridiculous defensive possession that also was a loose ball possession, where he made eight different hustle plays in one in the span of one possession. Yeah, that stuff is. It's on the fringes, and it doesn't get talked about as much. Yeah. But it 100% matters, and Alex Crusoe is one of the best players in the NBA at that stuff. It's true.
0: Like, it matters. Like, I think that's the great point, Matt. Because I'm thinking of all those kind of plays with those 50-50 balls and what they have led to for the Chicago Bulls when they came up with those. They were usually positive things that happened immediately after. And it's just hard to find that kind of guy with that kind of toughness. You need that stuff out there on your team, man, especially against these other, you know, bigger opponents. And again, these are guys bigger than him. He's not the biggest dude on the floor. But he knows how to guard and how to defend so well that it can kind of quell those kind of things about worrying about his size. You know what I'm saying? And it might be an issue. I'm not saying it's gonna stop guys like Kevin Durant. You know what I'm saying? Because he's seven feet tall. He'll shoot over. I'm not saying that. I'm saying he's smart enough to be on the floor even though that might be a hindrance for other players, man, because he's that good and that smart. Like, for real, ask the Lakers if they missed Alex Caruso when he left. Ask him, dog, because you're missing IQ. IQ is completely important on either side of the damn ball. It is completely important, and his IQ is off the charts defensively, and it's really good offensively, man. And the dude who can actually run your one and still play the two and cheat at the three. He can do all those things, man. Alex Caruso, no, that's vitally important.
4: Man, look, I don't know how many times I need to say this, but the court is connected. Your offense turns to defense. Your defense turns to offense. Mm-hmm. And Matt, you made a great point. Despite wearing Burks, you made a fantastic point there. Like this is, Damn. this is the thing. Like, all right, yeah, he had six points tonight. But how many points did he save? <laughs> how many, how many defensive possessions that involved Caruso led to ultimately led to ball scoring points? Yeah, he's he's adding more points to this team, then he's taking away. Maybe he's not the one scoring it. but Caruso is the one adding or or helping add those points. I'm baffled that we're even having this conversation because, (laughs) I mean, this dude is just freaking incredible and he's one of my favorite balls of all all time. Why are we even having this conversation? But I guess people are raising it, so we've got to answer it. But uh, yeah, people need to appreciate it. And and look, 99.9% of Balls fans do, so we're we're probably speaking to the minority here. But uh, I think everyone, or mostly everyone, understands what this guy brings to the table.
2: And look, um, I, it's at least a fair question. And on a night like tonight when, you know, okay, he, he, he gives you six points. We've had nights where Caruso gives you goose egg. And that's when it's like, okay, is it, is it hard to stomach the fact that, yes, we all know he's a defensive ace, but he's right. giving you nothing offensively? But, right. again, even on those nights – The defense turns to offense, and therefore it's not nothing as far as what Alex is giving this team offensively. Uh, Mark, before we let you go, and we've got a goat uh, joining us momentarily from the UC, any other final thoughts on this game? Any concern with what you saw from Zach and or DeMar tonight? Two off nights for the two
4: stars. Uh, not, no look not from me I just I'm just wondering if the people that are coming after Zach for being a, a, a you know a big time player big max ta- you know big max type of contract earning x amount of the caper are, are mad tonight and if they are I'm wondering if they they're um you know being objective and asking the same questions to, to Demar DeRozan as well I understand Demar doesn't isn't on a max deal but he's still earning 28 29 million dollars I'm assuming those good fine citizens are being logical and uh, are coming after Demar <laughs> as well I'm assuming that's the case because I'm, I'm assuming people who are critical of Zach uh, are very objective people. So that that is my assumption. So I, I would like to ch- go back and check the comments. I'll go back to tr- um, go back to Twitter and see if that's the case. I'm sure that is the case.
0: <laughs> Nothing but logical
2: people I'll, on Twitter. I love Snarky Marky so much. Snarky Marky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Indeed, uh, I've been enjoying your uh, your tweets recently, telling the uh, Zach contract meatheads to quietly stuff it. it uh, everybody, make sure you're following Mark on Twitter. If you aren't already, you should be. He is at MK hoops for all of his great bulls, tweets, insights, video breakdowns. He's putting out there during these bulls games Oops. and, uh, secrets out. Mark's coming stateside later this season. Y'all we are so stoked. Oh, mm.
4: I can't wait to so actually be there in person with you guys, not on this stupid zoom thing or whatever it is. a cam like in actual human form. Ah. Uh all wait. the hugs yes
2: oh my goodness all it's right be mark yelling it's gonna be so we yelling. talk to you next time
4: enjoy I, going, buddy. watching the game
2: i mean <laughs> it's gonna be a enjoy laughing that. at the zach the zach meatheads uh all right while we're bringing in will to go golly we got to take uh, another quick ad break here uh and while we're doing that hit that thumbs up button if you haven't already we got 300 and some of y'all watching with us live on youtube tonight we appreciate it <laughs> let's joey. get them thumbs <laughs> yes
0: that's pretty good joey more the, name the name of that album is called More Life, and that's Drake album. It's called More
2: Life. Oh, right? that's, that's why what's... I didn't recognize yeah, it. Because it's, it's Drake more album, and Drake sucks. I don't listen gotcha. to Drake
3: either, for the record.
2: Okay,
0: Why not? Drake's got good songs. It's okay. I agree. I just don't listen, listen to, to him. No, you should listen to him. He's got good songs. Yeah. He's got good songs. He's got good songs on his stuff. Okay. But the Rays are shady. <laughs> so if the Rays are shady, then you're going to need some shady Rays to protect yourself from that. But how can I do that? Glasses are so damn expensive. You know what? Gets on my damn nerves, too. But guess what? You don't have to break the bank because Shady Rays has got you covered. Those premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, sustainable durability, and styles cater to everyone in every lifestyle. A (laughs) T. The best part about Shady Rays, they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear, the Mat Pack Program. The lost and broken replacements if you lose or break your shades because you're tossing your hat and you left them shades on there and they go crack or splat or brat, However they do, Shady Rays will replace them day one. No questions asked. They got you covered, y'all. So even with that protection program, they still managed to make quality. Oh, and that ain't just us talking. That's over 200,000 five-star reviews, Basically man. Basically a million. And also <laughs> – also, something awesome that they do, provide 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed and have donated over 20 million meals to date. That is awesome. So, a deal exclusive for you listeners out there. Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use the code CHGO for 50% off two, count of one, two, or more pairs at ShadyRays.com because it's a buy one Get one free. Matt Peck, what they call that? Bo-go! Mm-hmm. You get two pairs for the low, low of 54-fold. <laughs> Redeem only at ShadyRays.com, where you can find all the newest and best shades at
2: ShadyRays. <laughs> Day. Shady Shady you know what would go great with a brand new pair of ShadyRays sunglasses, More Dave? What was that, Matthew Peck? Some delicious chicago sports merch from foco.com Ooh. chicago we've got you covered with the best coverage of your favorite teams that's us here at chgo so what no, I'm, I need, I need, y'all out of control man. so we're to fit it out in the best sports gear around foco has you covered from soldier oh, field man. to the madhouse from the north side to the south side with hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. Get decked out like DeMar mm. with apparel from the leader in sports merch and collectibles. FOCO, looking for the perfect gift for I a am. football fan in your life? I am. Dave? Yeah. Well, the answer <gasps> is FOCO.com. Yeah. FOCO's got you covered with hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. Speaking of Lake Michigan breeze. Talk to me. CHGO, Bears, Tailgate. This Sunday, leading up to Bears vs. Dolphins at Soldier Field. Tickets available on our website, allchgo.com. Check them out. Ba-ba! Tickets still available. <laughs> Get yourself some FOCO gear to keep you warm and snuggly yes. while you're hanging out with us at the tailgate. While sipping bubbly. Are those things FOCO? Those Blackhawks things? Sure. For so. Sure. sure. I'm- Yep. I'm guessing. It will be now. Uh, <laughs> check out Foco.com right now or click the link in this YouTube episode description click it. below. For all non-presale items, use promo code CHGO for 10% off. Yeah. Once again, that's promo code CHGO <laughs> at Foco, F-O-C-O, dot com. Oh, man. That does oh look kind of awesome. gosh. That looks like a sleeping bag, but a hoodie yeah, also. Come on
0: in here, Joey. In my... <laughs>
2: is that like we a, have snuggie? Joey, is a snuggie?
0: He is giving you comfort. He is, Yo, give me one of those immediately. He is giving you comfort and cool and style, and it's awesome. Joey, here's something awesome you, you're about to learn about me. So it says, Big Dave, this is our generation's Isley Brothers, which is absolutely hilarious. My favorite group of all time, Joey? Isley Brothers.
3: Uh-huh. Favorite artist of all time for you is Marvin Gaye. Correct, sir. Isley Brothers. Nobody question me on Big Dave trivia. <laughs>
2: Oh ah. what time is it folks? Ah. The signal. The goat signal. The goat signal. The goat signal. We need signal. we need like a light to shine up from the roof of our building yes. here in the West He Loop. needs a cow. Yeah, no yeah.
3: no no more calling uh, into God. slack.
2: He needs a cow in a cage.
1: We are off the rails already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, you're late. We've we been <laughs> off the rails since tip-off, man. Man, for real. I, We've been, been going. I've been listening backstage for a little while. I love Snarky Marky. I just want to make sure that we're doing <laughs> that. <laughs> That's Everyone
2: that. should love Snarky Marky. Snarky Not Marky. the nickname, the person. The nickname yes. is fine. I love the nickname, um, too. Uh, Yeah, I love the nickname. Uh, everybody, yeah. make sure you're following our guy, Will, on Twitter. If you aren't already, Will underscore Gottlieb. Adult. He was at UC tonight watching that game up close. Will. Patrick, mm, go.
1: Patrick, yes. <laughs> I just uh, just released my story about him. I had a chance to talk with him a little bit before the game about uh, just using him as a screen setter and pick and roll, and I feel like that's just opened up the world for him, where, like, he gets like – you'll see it, the first possession of last game, first possession of this game. He got uh, a nice little pass off pick and roll and just got a layup and, like, it just, the confidence is there. He looks like he belongs in the offense. Um, and then he just like takes that and it bleeds into the rest of his game where he's not just like hesitating when he catches the ball in the corner. He's like attacking the basket. Um, he's, he's playing defense. He's rebounding. He's doing all the stuff that we want him to do. And I just feel like it's, it's similar to, you know, the – the big man, you know, pity post up on the first play of the game where you just like get the ball on the block to the big so he can like feel like he's involved in the offense. Well, yes. it's kind of a similar thing for Patrick where you just, you have to find a way to get him something that he feels comfortable doing. You do it. And then I just feel like these last three, four games for him have been steady trajectory upward. I think we need to evolve from pulse watch. It's, it's pulse watch is past us. Mm-hmm. He's, he's been alive and well. Oh no,
0: we're on toe watch now. That's what we're doing. We're, we're on watching toe them toes, watch. man. He's wiggling them now. He's on six right now. Will he's wiggling them, man. And and I I love that you said that uh, about because remember I talked about I wanted the Bulls to use him as a mini Vooch, like that's what you saw. That's what you're seeing. Like Will said, getting the getting him involved early. Because that's what you do to big man, dog. Because remember, Luke Long, that's what you did. Right. Or as Grant, that's what you did. You get the big man involved early so everything else can evolve around him just they like did, that.
1: They did that with Robin Lopez for like
0: Correct.
2: Correct. Absolutely right.
1: Shout you out. To out our guy things. Tim
2: Sinclair hanging out in the
0: comments. Hey, saying Tim saying Sinclair. Saying
1: that we should rename yeah. our show
2: Snarky Mark and the Funky <laughs> Bunch. we got to
1: get, get Tim to do the, the PA announcer voice
0: first. <laughs> oh, my uh, goodness. Oh, no, super. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Tim Sinclair. But, Will, Javante Green, y'all got absolutely amazing game. Led the Bulls in scoring. Did not miss a shot. It was definitely five Javantes on the floor for the Bulls tonight, man. What was your assessment of his game tonight?
1: I mean, there were like 25 Javantes <laughs> out there. First of all, perfect from the field, 7-7. to seven. Perfect the from three, three for three, three. So Correct. it's at least 15. It was just – <laughs> and then you know he's going to give you like one or two transition dunks. A so putback put back dunk here. And it's just like the energy that he brings. I feel like it just completely changes the identity of the team when he's out there. I loved, as, as I'm sure you'll be able to guess, Dave, those lineups with him, Derek, and Patrick in there together. Obviously, that's not going to last when Drummond comes back. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he just gives you such a boost. Uh, Derek also played really well, I thought. Uh, the bench in general, I mean, they, they held it down on a night where uh, Damar and Zach, as I'm sure you guys have already talked about, did not look their best. I did not play his best. Um, just didn't really have it going. And so then you you bring Dragic and uh, Javante and and Derek in there and they just, they take off. And, and, you know, the the Hornets are not a great team. They are playing without three of their best, probably their top three players. Um, But you just, you have to come out with energy and just put those teams away. That didn't happen against the Wizards. It didn't happen, you know, a couple of different times this year. So it's good to see those guys step up and just like kind of do the job for the rest of the team.
2: It's good stuff, man. Um, and, any thoughts or concerns about the dud nights from from Zach and DeMar? I mean, obviously, the good news coming into tonight's game is that Zach played his first set of back-to-backs this season. Um, obviously, he was uh, he had a rough night shooting, so did DeMar. Both kind of looked more like facilitators than than primary scorers tonight. It's fine. You know, they picked a great night to not have their shots fallen because their, their teammates and especially their bench were rising to the occasion, but... Um, any, any thoughts on that after, after seeing what we saw from Zach and Damar?
1: Zach, I think to be expected a little bit, just after playing 37 minutes last night in the first of a back-to-back against the Nets on the road, coming back here, um, you know, he, he just said like his legs felt a little tired. He was short on some shots. Um, I think he was getting sort of the same quality of looks that he had last night and he's not, he's not going to shoot four of six from the field in the fourth quarter every night. So Think some of it was just regression. Some of it, some of it was just tiredness. Uh, I thought he played not great, but I wasn't too concerned about it. I'm not going to say I'm concerned about Demar, but over two in the fourth quarter last night. Uh, I believe he was over four or over six in the first half of tonight's game. Um, got a couple of buckets there in the second half. But finished two for eleven. Um, the one that stood out was when he had sort of that mid-post step through where he's like making that hundred times out of 101 and he missed it. And then he missed the tip in and it was just like that kind of night for, for him, but really strange. I mean, nine points and five of them were at the line. I'm not going to say I'm concerned or worried, but like, it's, it's a little weird. And, you know, we, we talked a lot over the summer of like, what happens if DeMar is not 100% of what DeMar was last year, what happens to the bulls? Well, tonight it was fine because the bench was awesome. Patrick was awesome. Dragic was amazing. Um, But something I'm, you know, a little bit – it's on my radar. I'll put it that way.
0: <laughs> and, and it's funny because I think I would be worried about it if I didn't see that dunk that he did. That let me know he was having an off night. That one you point out, man. When he went up for the reverse dunk. It wasn't even a clean it dunk. Yeah, it wasn't even a clean dunk. It rolled Rall around. around. And I'm like, yeah, he's off. Like, <laughs> he's just clearly having an off night. And, yeah, we'll, but you're right, Will. Like, that's the kind of off night I want you to have is me saying the Bulls are still winning by 18 even though you're not Absolutely. having the great game. So, yeah, it's it's fine. You're right. It makes it okay. Um,
1: the other that's guy like, – Go ahead. That's I'm a, sorry. That's a good um, sort of boost of confidence where last year, I mean, if DeMar scores nine points in a game, what are the odds the Bulls win? Pretty low, right? right. And yeah. not only did they win, but they won by 20, and pretty much everybody except for their top two players played really well. So right. that has to feel good uh, just on a team level of, like, building confidence in we have some guys that we know – we can rely on if not everything is going right for DeMarzak.
0: Well, well, one of my things I've really enjoyed this season is watching your love on a daily basis for Gordon Dragas just grow and grow and grow. Um, He had another... What
1: can can you not love?
0: I mean, see what I mean? Look at him. He can't contain himself. Like, he's just... Gordon Dragas has been awesome. Um, what, What did you enjoy most about his game tonight. I mean, I know I know you were really excited when you saw him do the Scotty Pippen play uh, uh, off the baseline, throwing it off the back of uh, Dennis Smith Jr. getting the score, but he did it kind of all tonight. He had key buckets outside, inside. He, he was kind of everywhere.
1: Yeah, it's the, the flashiness in that play. It's hitting timely threes. It's pushing the ball in transition. It's making everybody around you better. I mean, clearly, they're not playing like the all five bench unit, but like there's a reason why Javante and Dirk Jones and, you know, Caruso to a certain extent and Zach, when he was out there, like those guys play well with Dragic because Dragic just puts them in positions to be successful. And that's definitely something I overlooked over the summer when I thought like, okay, why are they bringing in a fourth point guard who is an unreliable shooter, who is going to sit on the bench and be like a veteran mentor guy. Like what, but he's like he's come out here and proven that like there having somebody to as i've said this before like move the chess pieces around is really valuable and teaching some of these young guys where to be and making some of these guys who are not shot creators better around him it just worked out like way better than i could have ever expected probably better than anybody could have and he just brings like the other night when he just took that elbow by Nick Claxton like he just brings a toughness and a level of uh, pace and just aggression that makes the Bulls a lot better and, and gives them something else to fall back on again when DeMar and Zach are not playing their best. So he, he's been awesome all year, but another just great game for him tonight. And, you know,
2: another guy that you're fond of, I know, Will, Derek Jones Jr. was active off the bench tonight as well, even knocked down uh, a three here or there. Uh, I, I see uh, John Mayer in the comments here. Spelled J-A-W-N. Hey. Fathers, be good to get uh, dogs. Is asking about uh Derek Jones Jr. and what looked tonight to be like him tweaking or aggravating a hand. And it also looked like he did that in their game last night. And I was wondering about it. I tweeted about it during the game tonight when I saw it. It's I'm wondering if it's the same hand injury that kept him that knocked him out last season. Mm. Has he discussed that? Has anyone asked Derek about that at all? Did you notice that? It looks like Derek Jones Jr. has been favoring his hand at certain points after contact plays this season, including last night and again tonight.
1: I had not noticed that. I'll have to ask him uh whenever their next home game is. I think they're in Boston on Friday. Correct. Um definitely something that was lingering last year. We talked over the summer in training camp maybe and he was saying like I was just thinking about it. Like every time I was jumping to go dunk or try to catch a lob or even shoot, like it was on my mind. And so that could be something to be concerned about. But um, you know, he shot I thought he shot all right today, missed a couple of like layups just trying to fight with Nick Richards uh, who's obviously much bigger in those small lineups but um, he's been he's been great so we'll we'll have to monitor that but he seemed fine after the game in the locker room and nobody has brought it up so I wouldn't imagine that it's a huge concern but um, yeah definitely something to keep an eye on.
0: Uh, Will were you concerned that Kobe White didn't play in the back-to-backs or was this par for the course and they're just waiting for uh, the game on Friday?
1: Uh, don't know what's what's going on with Kobe. Um, he had a quad contusion, I believe, is what they called it, and um, at some point during that 76ers game, took a knee, and he just has not been not been ready to go. So we'll see about Friday. Um, I don't think Drummond's going to be playing, but uh, yeah, I, I was not like necessarily surprised that Kobe didn't play. I think they're just going to let him, you know, get get ready. They're not going to rush him back. I guess is what I'm trying to say here. And. So we'll, we'll see with Kobe. It's just, it seems like it's sort of a day-to-day thing.
2: Okay. Will, thank you for popping into post game. Uh, appreciate your insight as always, bud. Everybody make sure you're reading Will's stuff Read. on our website. It's up now, allchgo.com and follow him on Read. Twitter. <laughs> <at> will <laughs> underscore Gottlieb. Uh, will, we will see you here in studio for an Bulls off day episode, yeah?
1: Yes, tomorrow. Yes, we will sir. see
2: you tomorrow. Get home safe. Have a good night, everybody. Mad love yeah. should be given at all times to Willie Gottlieb All times. Uh, Ray, <laughs> super chat. <Joey>. Marvin Gaye <laughs> said, what's going on? It's the bench. The bench is going on. Hey, Ray, man. I also see you accusing me of loving John Mayer. I do not.
3: What's wrong with John Mayer? And he accused you of not knowing how to dress at festivals,
2: which is untrue. He did. He's all, you all over Ray's tonight. Ray's throwing all kinds of accusations out it there is. tonight.
0: There's nothing wrong with John Mayer, man. He's got a couple joints. Thank you for
3: tuning in, though. Nothing what wrong you know with the John We know the world Mayer? to change,
2: man.
0: He's waiting on the world to change.
2: Yeah, Umphreys no. over some, any yeah. dead and company I some Peck. John
0: Mayer shoes. Some John Mayer designed shoes.
2: What's Umphreys? And y'all give me crap for my Burks? Oh, no, no. This my- man buys John Mayer shoes? No, no, no. Let me finish. Big oh, okay. Dave was, shoes. Were, Big Dave awesome. knows shoes. Yeah, they
0: were awesome. They, they were Nike. You know how they got the Nike ID. You can design your own yeah, shoes? Yeah, I do. Well, John Mayer was designing shoes like that for Nike, and he designed some pickle ricks, you know, from Ricky Morty. Morty. So he designed some Air, some Air Max pickle rick joints. <laughs> Joints are fire. The compliments I get on them joints all the time, man. So they're shoes that
2: look like Pickle Rick? No, no, no. The
0: colors of it. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, there's green. I'll show you a picture of them.
2: Okay. You can't really find them. I no wanted that. When you said that, I really wanted them to look like pickle ricks that no, are no, just no. on your feet. Like, on this part, you can see, like, there are
0: specks. Like, he's putting specks of pickles or mm-hmm. something in the shoe and everything. Okay. And they're green and they're gray. Okay. Right they're really flat. There they I go. See. Yeah.
2: Look at them, bro. Oh, yeah. Those two look like a pair hard. of shoes that you would absolutely exactly. enjoy. But tell me, them ain't hard, though. You <laughs> always, I mean, look at the pair of kicks you got on right now. Oh, thank you very just much. Just color on color on unc color on color. It's got to be right, baby. It's got to be right. Yeah. But you have you, to you right. have to you have to have the certain, you know, just like shining outpouring of optimism, outgoingness and like love and vibrance to pull off a pair of shoes like that.
0: Sure, I mean, you could be a dark soul and still look awesome in some shoes. You could mm, do that too. I don't know. Yeah, you could no, do. No, I feel like that. the
2: shoes would like betray you. <laughs> like you would get all <laughs> kinds of stains on them immediately if you were trying to pull off shoes that bright when your soul was dark, you know? <laughs> he said it would betray you.
0: <laughs> Damn you shoe. Oh, man, that is a dark thought.
2: Uh, <laughs> shoes of and yeah, Ray, I see you. I, I, dude, I got some love for Humphreys. I got love for Dead and Company. I got love for all kinds of music. Just I can't
0: say your burks. are. Nothing
2: that's on hit radio stations in the nowadays. Your burks are a wonderland. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> I'm glad you're finally admitting to that. Uh, that's, we're out of time. Thanks everybody for tuning in to CSGO Bulls post game. Make Woo! sure you hit that thumbs up button. Thanks to our guys Mark and Will for hey. popping in. I love post games where you get to talk to both of them. I mean, the and especially after wins. Yeah, that's even more fun. Best kind of post game. Yes, the whole crew is here. Yes, uh, we will be here tomorrow with our guy Will for a Bulls off day, but us on day podcast. Yes. We're doing a what five thirty tomorrow, I believe. Five thirty central time. Yeah, be here. we will talk to you then, mm-hmm. and then we got Bulls Celtics part two on Friday, mm-hmm. uh, six thirty. Yes, tip off for that one, so we'll have pregame at six. Yes, but tomorrow, Thursday, we will be here with a fresh episode for y'all. Come on, ben In ben the meantime, you hit the can like. Hit, hit it. Hit the hit the like. Oh, don't Joey. make jo- don't send Joey after you. Yeah, he's aggressive. You don't want Joey chasing y'all down for those thumbs, y'all. I'll do it. He will, he will do it. Bah! this man is crazy. It's out of his mind right now. What's going on? <laughs> he won his first bucket bet tonight. Oh, that's his what it is. You're right. You're right. Anything. You're right about he's that. He's wearing Blackhawk snuggies. I don't yeah. know what's I'm going on. I'm about to on. go on a
3: massive spending spree of this ninety dollars.
0: Yeah, he's been. On, he has been on camera a lot this show, man. Good job for Joey. Joey's yeah, well, okay, once,
3: once willingly, which is a rare cur- occasion for right. me, and I once for like your belt,
0: correct? Which you didn't give away. Who's the goon of the night? You're absolutely right about that, Joey, and that's why Joey is awesome right there. Can I get my graphic, please? Can I get my Goon of the Night? Oh. Don't leave yet. Don't leave yet, everyone. Don't leave yet, y'all, because Goon of the Night right here, this thing in your face, is going to Javante Green. I'm telling you why. Your Bulls' leading scorer. The leading scorer for the <laughs> Chicago Bulls didn't miss a damn shot. Coming in off the bench, three of three. We said there were nine Javante's out there. You can't get more goon than nine different versions of yourself on the floor at one time, and that's how good you are. This goes out the woo, baby.
2: This is yours, sir. Love that. This is yours. No other answer tonight. Javante, goon. Goon. Leading scorer off the bench. That's it. We're out of here for real this time. Yeah. Appreciate you for tuning in. For Joey, for Will, for Mark, for Big Dave, I'm Pack. We will talk to you tomorrow, Bulls Nation. We love you. See you, good.